Recently at MedInfo 2023, I got to sit down with Craig Simmons from Propel to talk about the current state of remote patient monitoring here in Australia. In this discussion, we unpack the details of some recent partnerships and collaborations they've had with Bendigo Health and East Metropolitan Health Service in WA. We dig deeper into the critical factors that underpin the success of remote patient monitoring and unveil some really cool advancements in wearable technology. We also go deep on what needs to happen for the future of healthcare to thrive in terms of device interoperability with hospital and third-party platforms. Collaboration starts with a conversation, Team Health Tech. Let's make it up. This is Talking Health Tech with me, Peter Birch, featuring content and community about technology in healthcare. Between now and the end of June, we're conducting the 2024 Talking Health Tech audience survey. This helps us prioritize content, hone in key messages, and refine the show to make it even better. We also want to understand who the biggest cohorts of our audience are. So I'd love for you to take five or 10 minutes to have your say and complete the survey. Everyone who completes it goes in the draw to win a share of $1,000 worth of THT Plus membership credits to put towards a membership for yourself as an individual or to help get the word out about your company. The link to complete the survey is in the show notes of this episode or just go to talkinghealthtech.com slash survey. Yeah, uh, thanks, Pete. Uh, so Propel is the Australian distributor of iHealth and Bioformis and Wellesis. And we met about four and a half years ago. Yeah. Was so. it that long ago? Long time ago. So I've been... Um, Pretty sure you had hair then. But that's yeah, like- I, I did. <laughs> Working in healthcare, that's what does it to you. <laughs> so I set up my business seven and a half years ago now, Pete. So now this is the journey. We're still here, which is great. Yeah. And bigger and stronger than ever. And this conference is really good because the conference is getting bigger and bigger, mm. which shows that digital hell is being accepted. Yes. And that's the great thing. And what's cool too is that you've got little bits and pieces and gadgets to play with here at the booth. For those that are listening and can't see what's going on here, tell us a bit more about the technology yeah. that you bring to the thing. We do gadgets. Okay. We do toys. I love toys. And we do, seriously, we do devices, monitoring devices that they monitor vital signs so people can be at home mm-hmm. and someone can be monitored remotely. So iHealth, which is chronic disease devices, so wireless blood pressure monitors, pulse oximeters, scales, glucose monitors, temperature. So we cover all the chronic diseases yep. and they're episodical devices. And then the next stage we've got is continuous monitoring, which is the device on my arm. Yep. So this is doing a continuous stream of vital signs. So this has different applications to where iHealth does episodical. So Bioformis is continuous. And then the next stage, Pete, if you can just grab over there, is that's a, a new one. This is Wellesis. Oh, cool. And that looks like a little snake, but it's actually, it's actually a device that it's an ECG monitor. Yeah. So that goes on your body. And I've been looking for ECG Bluetooth devices for a long time. Yeah. And I knew, I always look at how can we improve someone's health experience? Mm. Which is why I did iHealth, which is why I do Bioformis. And then Samsung have developed Wellesis. And I think out of all the ECG devices to replace holder monitors, this is the best one I've found. Mm. And Wellesis approached us last year. Love it. And look, what I like about all of these devices here is that they look like things you'd pick up in a fancy store, in a consumer store, like an Apple store or something like that. Yeah. You know, they, and it, they look like nice devices for consumers, but we're here at a health event that's obviously partnering with hospitals and clinicians yeah. to use these things too. And that's the big shift, Pete, that 
we've all been talking about patient-focused and consumer-focused. These are consumer-focused devices. Yeah. So everything we do has got to have that as if, yeah, I could buy it from a store. iHealth, you can have been buying it online and in pharmacies for years. Mm. The other two, not so much, but yeah, it's got to be really easy to use. So, and it's got to look good. Yeah. But hey, we all like things that look good, don't we? That's right. That's right. And if it looks good and gives the right, you know, is accurate and reliable, then I imagine that appeals to many. And yeah. you've been quite busy in the last 12, 18, 24 with a few big contracts. Tell me a bit more about yeah. the hospitals you're working with. Yeah. So the biggest one is Vendigo Health. Yeah. We won that in, that was a tender that came out this year. And as of May, we won that. And that that's a really exciting one because that's a four year remote patient monitoring program. Mm. And what Bendigo Health are doing is they are pulling all of the hospitals in Northern Victoria together under one partnership, which is called Loddon Mallee. And they've got their own monitoring platform, which does not just vital signs monitoring, but lots of different things. And they're using our devices, the iHealth devices, to keep people at home across Northern Victoria. And they will then monitor patients remotely through their vital signs monitoring platform. I imagine then keeping people at home is great then because then they're not clogging up the ED or not taking up beds and not taking up room within the busy hospital space where people need it the most. That's exactly right. It's almost like we could change the name of these devices to keeping people out of home devices because that's... Yeah, out of hospital. Out of hospital. And the difference now and even a couple of years when we were first talking, you can now do this at scale. So we've always had the devices. The devices have always been around, but now the hospitals are coming... They've got sophistication with their platforms. And one of our skills is we can, so you've got devices and you've got a platform, but what's the in between bit? Now our expertise under Propel is we are good at integrating eye health devices or where are these devices into someone's platform. So we use a global company out of the US called Persona to integrate the eye health devices into Bendigo Health's platform. So all the standards are done and it's all the interoperability is all done, which is key. You've become this, as Propel, I've never really thought of it that way, but you're taking a lot of that complexity around, oh, now we need a device for this thing. And there's not one manufacturer that's going to cover absolutely every scenario, but then you've got to do the other side too, and like here in Australia and connect it in with the hospitals as well. And I think that's the thing, because often people go, oh, it's a device, cool. Mm -hmm. And they go, but then it stops. Yeah. Because I go, I need to connect. And everyone has a different platform. New South Wales will have a different platform to the Victorian hospitals, to what Queensland will do or Mm. South Australia. So everyone's got a different platform. They all want to use the same devices because that's the easy bit. But you've just got to make sure that interoperability is there too, regardless of whose platform it is. And so that's obviously pretty critical. We talk about that all the time within these events and around the traps too. And when we talk about interoperability, I like to think about tangible examples. So in this particular instance, it's about being able to have a patient measure something within their home, but then from the clinician side for the nurse on call, whoever to see it within the EMR or something like that, as opposed to on a separate Yes, yes. We want to make sure we go the full way through. And that's really important. Just opposite us, Peter, is our sit-in. The Talking Health Tech podcast has evolved a lot over the years all based on audience feedback. Now I need your help, yes you, to shape the future of this show. Between now and the end of June, we're running our biggest campaign to date in order to understand what makes the global healthcare ecosystem tick. Last time we ran our Talking Health Tech audience survey, we learnt 40% of our audience are clinicians, 77% of our audience tune in for professional development and market awareness, 8% of people listen to Talking Health Tech for competitor profiling, 
and only 2% of people listen to the podcast to fall asleep. This time around, I can't wait to find out about your preferences for audio versus video content, which topics we should dive into more, preferences for hosts and formats and geographical reach and so much more. And don't worry, we'll be sharing all the insights once all the responses are collected as well. So if you're a supporter of Talking Health Tech and you can spare five or ten minutes, please complete our 2024 audience survey. And to say thanks for your input, everyone who completes the survey goes into the draw to win a share of $1,000 worth of credits towards THT Plus membership. Go to talkinghealthtech.com slash survey or the links in the show notes of this episode as well. Now, we work with Sydney Local Health District and RPA Virtual, and they've done all the eye health devices have integrated into mm. our stadium, which goes into Sydney LHD's EMR. That whole circle is complete. Yeah, gotcha. I, I always love to talk about, you know, we're talking about gadgets before, and we've got all the yeah. things that are sitting here. What's exciting you? Like, what are you seeing coming through that potentially we might see here on the desk yeah. in a year or two time? Okay. Our big thing is taking things which are traditionally Bluetooth yep. and taking the Bluetooth away. So we're going... Taking it away. Taking it away. Not having to worry about the Bluetooth side. Yeah. So our... I think I know the answer why, but that's interesting in itself. Explain why you would take the Bluetooth out. So one of the things we've been doing is Bioformis. Yeah. So this is a continuous monitoring. And this used to have a phone or a tablet because it it was a gateway. Yeah. And we've been doing a lot of work. We were doing some work with in emergency departments. So that people comes into ED and then they're being monitored remotely. So that they're, if they're deteriorating in ED, you'll see them. And as ED room, uh, ED areas get more full, yeah. how do you monitor someone in ED just sitting there? It could be there for hours. Mm. We used to have tablet, which is really a pain. Mm. It's like, it's another device. Another thing, yeah. You've got to have it sitting under the patient's seat. So this device now goes straight to the cloud. Ah, okay. So there's now a SIM card in this device, so we don't oh, cool. need... You wouldn't know it, but that goes straight to the cloud, to the platform. Yeah. So that just makes it so much easier and gives us so many more opportunities. It comes down to workflow. And one of our challenges in ED was having a tablet, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. And people think it's another thing to get stolen and it's another thing to pair. Now we've completely eradicated that. That's cool. So literally that just goes on to the patient. And if the patient's at home wearing this, they don't need their phone. They don't need to pair it. No. It's all done. Wow, that's cool. That's what I like is that you, you kind of know the, like you get in and know the workflow and learn from those, the feedback firsthand and adapt as you go. We're talking yes. about what's coming out in the future. What's exciting you about? Is there any other cool technologies or things, devices that Yeah, you're... so look, I think, I mean, iHealth is funny because, you know, we've been doing the relatively the same thing for the last seven years, mm. but now people accept it. So that's exciting in itself. It's like for the first five years of my life when I was talking about iHealth and people go, oh, that's really cool and nothing would happen. <laughs> But I love these devices. Everyone loves them. Yeah, yeah. Now people are going, all right, now we can actually do something with them. Yeah. Oh, hooray. Yeah. So that's exciting in itself. You know, we're always looking at disrupting the market. In the US and Europe for halter monitors, it's been the multi-lead halter monitors. That's the technology that's always been around. They're moving to patches. Right. So we are really excited by Wellasys because in Australia, we're still very much doing the traditional halter monitor with leads. For every cardiologist and every hospital does... ECG ambulatory monitoring, that just makes it easier. There's the opportunity to change the way that we've been doing things. What we've got now is ripe to go somewhere. Yeah. 
So just getting acceptance. I can sense that excitement, which is really cool. And no doubt that's going to flow through in some of the conversations today. Lastly, then, for those that might be catching this after the event, if there's who are the types of people that should be speaking to you, Craig, and Propel and what problems they're trying to solve? And at what point should they be getting in touch? We know the healthcare journey is a long journey. And we know in any organisation, there are multiple people that need to get involved. And so it's having that first conversation I think when people see the devices, because one of the hardest things is we have some great conversations and we'll have some great conversations here, but often they can disappear. Sure. I think what you need to do is, if you're interested in it, come and see us and then get other people involved, but we will show them the devices. Because once people see the devices, and we know in any healthcare organisation it needs to go all the way up the chain, we need senior management leadership to say mm. yes, get them to see the devices. Because people love to see and touch. Yeah. Software is one of the biggest and hardest thing because it's just air. It's the air. Yeah. Whereas these are devices. You've got a thing, you hold Stick it. a pulse oximeter on. People <laughs> know what a pulse oximeter is. But yeah. imagine the CEO or the CIO could see how the data flows, mm. then they get it. Yeah, that's the way. Excellent. Hey, thanks for sticking around to the end of this episode. If you made it this far, you're the perfect person that I want to hear from. Our THT Plus audience survey is now open until the end of June, and I personally read every submission. In fact... If you leave a comment in the survey that you heard this promotion in a podcast episode, I promise I'll reply directly to you by email with a personal note of thanks, and I'll even buy you a coffee next time I see you in person. It's pretty easy. Just go to talkinghealthtech.com slash survey and have your say. For more content and community about technology and healthcare, visit talkinghealthtech.com.